podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gooders podcast. My name's Lewis. I'm joined by Sean again. Sean, how you doing, man? This is like four in a row, man. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just listen. We need a rebrand. Just, yeah, just we're, doing show show, man. Yeah, Lou and show show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how you doing, anyway, man? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Looking so. forward to uh, football returning. Yeah, missed it massively, man. So yeah, happy, happy it's back. Oh, I think your mic is. Doing is it? Can you? Yeah, can you? Oh, hang on, one sec. Let me just readjust. Yeah, yeah, I can hear that. Let me let me readjust. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Sorry, apologies. Better. No, it's cool. Yeah, they 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 they're infiltrating your device, man. They're, they're <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're all in trouble, man. They, they're like, gonna listen, they're gonna infiltrate cost, the stream and start saying that like, you think Spurs are gonna win three 0 bro. This cost of living crisis is hitting me from every angle, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. Well, we've got um, obviously Arsenal returning on on Saturday early, early kickoff on uh, the midday kickoff North London derby. It's the game that. You know, I don't know. How do you feel about North London derbies? Like, as a general field, do you get worried by them? Are you excited by them? I, I always used to grow up with North London derbies as like, like a bit of an excitement around them because I always felt like you know it was a game we always did quite well in, um, and we had a really good record over Spurs for such a long time. Always finishing above them, obviously winning trophies. It was great, and obviously the last few years things have kind of taken a like a, a bit of a reverse turn, you know, Spurs have finished above us for, you know, quite a few consecutive seasons now. Um, and we, the, the games have been a lot more even, maybe even Spurs have a better record against us, uh, maybe over the last 10 games or so. I'm, I'm, I would have to check that out maybe, but mm-hmm. how do you feel coming into these games now? Are you, you know, excited by them? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a mixture of excitement and nervousness. Like you obviously growing up, it was always a procession. We always used to batter them on our way to winning, you know, leagues, cups, whatever it was. So it was calm, man. Obviously, our, our rivalry at the time was more with United, and, and that that was that was the game we always tended to focus on. But like you said, things have changed. Uh, they've improved. We've regressed, um, and and so it's it's levelled out. It's bottomed out. So, and I think yeah, they, I can't even laugh. And they finished above us like five, six years in a row. Yeah, <laughs> to say. It, do, it doesn't look good. But I think I think at the moment in recent history, these te- these games have tended to go with the home team. So. Yeah. You know, we tend to win at home. They tend to win out um, the the shithole. So yeah, man, it's it is what it is. So yeah, I, I, when I look at it now, um, yeah, I feel well. If we have everyone available, I feel confident. But there's always a bit of trepidation. Um, you know, Con- Conte is uh, is very good in big games as well. So and and, and the way Spurs are set up is to take advantage of you know teams who like to to press high and commit loads of bodies forward so so we'll see man um hopefully we get the win but yeah yeah there's there's definite nervousness just because they have the offensive potential to hurt us as well yeah the last time spurs beat us at home well there was a league cup game where they beat us at home yeah. in 2018 but the last yeah. time they beat us at home in the league it's like 2010 or something wasn't it 
Yeah, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> uh, wow, Jesus, is it that far away? Um, wow, I'm still not there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 2010. You're right. The three-two yeah, one was yeah. that like the Eunice Kabul yeah, header? Re- yeah, I remember. We were. I, I don't even know how we lost. We were two in a lot. Uh, like so yeah. early. Like, that was a, that was a them as well. Us. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. But yeah, so you're looking at 12 years ago, man. So. Um, so yeah, wow. so it's, yeah. it's down to us just just to maintain that man. So keep it going. Yeah, you're right. You just you're going through this list now. It's either you know home win, or you know, or a draw. It, yeah. You know, if 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 a team gets maybe a little bit lucky, there's been a few draws, but mm. in recent seasons, it's basically gone with the the, the home team. Yeah. The last five games have yeah. all been won by the the home team. Uh, in this fixture obviously we we that the home fixture last year was a very happy one for us you know we mm-hmm. we were three new up very early doors you know and 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 that was like that really kind of was part of us kickstarting our season mm-hmm. last year um you know i'm just trying to think back to that game it was you know emil smith Rowe got us off to an early start it was him and Saka really. It was a day for the Halen boys, isn't it? They yeah, were it was. Yeah, it was a great day. And that first half was Blitzen. blistering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, at home, we can really be like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think much has changed from... Like, I, I look at both teams and I, I, I look at the Spurs team that played that game. It's not... I mean, it's not too dissimilar. I know they've got Kulisevsky now, yeah, who would yeah. play maybe instead of Lucas Mora. Actually, I guess it is quite a different. It is quite a different. Yeah. played that game. They've yeah. got Benton Kerr as well. And yeah, True. so... Right, so yeah. Probably a few different changes and, and Perisic and... Yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I stand corrected. It is a different team. But just in terms of, like, the way both teams play, mm-hmm. I wouldn't look at, you know, that team that played that game and... You know, our team will be a little bit different as well because um, I don't suspect Tierney will play. Tommy Asu probably won't play. Aubameyang's definitely not playing. Emil mm-hmm. Smith-Rowe won't play. So both teams are quite different. Mm-hmm. But if I look at the styles of both teams, mm-hmm. if we play like the way we did that day, I think it would be the same outcome, if that makes sense. Because I, I think the, the way we played that day... Um, would basically blow away any team, maybe outside Man City. And even Man City last season when we played them at home and played the same way, we we got to them as well and we're probably unlucky to to, to lose that game. But yeah, I, I'm 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 confident if we can if we can play our game. And I've looked at Spurs this season and I don't know. There's a bit of a debate going on as to like, are they actually a good team? Um what what do you think? Are they are they a good team or are they just got really good finishes yeah I'd, it's the, the the evaluation over spurs is sometimes it's so hard to make because you're looking at them and you're thinking i mean they, they get dominated they get penned back for you know uh most for most of their games in, in most games they played every time i've watched them you know they're, they're getting pinned back you know but conversely some would say maybe that's just their strategy they're literally trying to lure teams onto them and and hit in transition because the most recent game, just before the break, if you remember against Leicester, they were under pressure for for ages in that yeah. game. They were only like three two up, and then Son gets a hat trick. But like, but generally, in general play, I've, I've not been too impressed with them. And and you know, I think even if Conte's strategy is to sit deep and sort of try and nullify and you know absorb pressure, but I don't know, man, because teams seem to be able to get into their final third quite easily. Like, it's, it's, yeah. you're, you're, you're thinking 
cool, you might want to sit up and soak pressure, but you're, you, it's not like you're denying loads of shots on goal or, no. or good chances. And, 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 and you do just wonder, yeah, what, what they would be like if a team could suppress them properly, properly, and they couldn't get out. Um, so so I'm, I'm hopeful with that, you know, especially as we, we've got loads of players you can drop in in between the lines and, um, you know, occasionally drag people out. So I think it will be quite an interesting game tactically as well, because we know how we want to play. Spurs know how they want to play. Like I feel like the, the setup for the game is already there. So it's yeah. about, you know, who, who's able to execute better and who's maybe able to lay traps better or who, who's able to nullify each other better, man. So, yeah, it's an interesting tactical one. And it's probably one which is going to reinforce biases either way, dependent on result. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at Spurs now. Like you talk about them being not particularly shock, uh, uh, what do you call it? Shock repressive. Yeah, um, repressing shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at their games now. It's like they've had one, two, three, four, five, five of their seven games, they've conceded 14 or more shots. That is crazy. Sounds like very Emery-esque, you know. Like is, those, yeah, yeah, basketball games. On, yeah. on, you know, one occasion it was 20 shots they conceded against Wolves, you know. And oh, I, I know insane. maybe they weren't like all great opportunities and stuff like that. But, but still, to me, that doesn't sound like a, a tactic that is sustainable. And I've been saying this and I, I don't want to come across as like a hater. And yeah. I've been wrong about Spurs, right? I was wrong last season about Spurs. I didn't think it was sustainable. Um it was to a, to a degree to, to a degree it was sustainable um but they still only finished like two points ahead of us and you know we we fell off a cliff really and truly um so yeah it was sustainable but it's sustainable to a point right like mm-hmm. it's sustainable yeah. to maybe you know th- their yeah. ambitions might be to finish top four and yeah i was gonna say like ma- ma- maybe it's enough to get top four but that's probably yeah. the ceiling of, of where they are you exactly know, i just don't think that team. style is it's... is conducive to you know finishing in the top two challenging for the title i don't, I don't think that style mm. is is gonna wash and yeah they've won five out of their seven games and literally they're just, they're just a point behind us and haven't mm. played you know, mm-hmm. anywhere near as good as us, anywhere and, near and, as controlling and, and, football games as us, you know, but there's still only a point behind. And you have to give them credit for it as well, because those two draws, they came away at West Ham and Chelsea, which could yes. conceivably be places where you feel like, oh, they could drop points in, in yes. both places. So That's to true. come away from both of those places without losing, it's, it's you know, and, and you know, me, I'm an aesthetics merchant, you know, the way I view football is very, very heavily influenced by Wenger. So I do view football for a certain lens. So it, so it isn't for, for my eye, but you can't deny that it's effective to a point. And, and like I said, yeah, it's probably effective enough to get them into the top four, especially considering they probably have the most ruthless finishes in the league. So, and when you do have that, the style they play, you need to have ruthless finishes. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, but but the challenge will come in in the sense that you know we're all going to be playing a lot of games in October. Um, Conte traditionally hasn't done well in Europe. You know we'll, how, how will he rotate? Will, will they survive with the schedule themselves as well? So I don't know, man. There, there's a, there's a lot of um, open ended questions. So I guess it's it's just a case of wait and see at the moment. Yeah, there's definitely ways we can hurt Spurs. You know, um, I don't see. Uh, I know Conte wasn't in charge when we played him at home last year, was he? It was yeah, still, yeah, um, still Nuno. Nuno, right? Yeah. yeah. And, but it's still, I don't want to call it the same style because it isn't because Conte is getting the results. I think Conte is, you know, this is Conte's style and, and it's a team moulded in, in you know, in, in the way that we've come used to thing. But I just, I don't, I don't think that 
they're quite there yet in how Conte wants them to be. You know, I just don't, I just don't see how this could be the plan to be, you know, heavily outshot in certain games and and expect to come away with three points. Oh, it's always part of the plan. I just don't, I just don't see it. You don't, you don't make your plan in a football game to concede eighteen shots a game. Like that's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what plan that is, but it's a terrible plan for. For for a for a football game in, in my opinion anyway and I don't I, I I'm gonna I don't see how it is sustainable but um that being said you know up the other end of the pitch they've also scored um 18 goals is it 18 goals right <laughs> they scored 18 goals in seven games they've uh you know it's 18 goals from like a hundred shots yeah that's yeah. 109 shots then they've scored 18 goals just to put that into some context, um, let's just see how many shots we've had. Uh, oh, computer's not loading. Um, just getting the statistics up here. Uh, yeah, so we've had 117 shots and scored less goals. I think we've got 17 goals. So yeah, they're, they're particularly lethal man and they've got like this ruthless streak about them that i really am jealous of you know mm-hmm. i crave it in our attackers you know when i see us being wasteful in front of goal you know oh dear god just bloody shoot you know those kind of feelings oh sucker please my weak foot mm-hmm. you know um oh guys stop passing it around the box with spurs you don't get any of that it's yeah, yeah. they're in the area it's a crap goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I, I think that that that's a clear area you can say they're ahead of us in, and 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 you would you wouldn't find me arguing back with it. You know, left foot, right foot, Son or Kane. You know, there it's it's clean, man. Like I said, I think in in my opinion, those are the two most ruthless finishers in the league, just generally. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I can't. And 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 that's always going to be the thing in the back of your head. You know, you're going to be watching. You're going to be like. And and in my mind, I'm already seeing it. I feel like it will be like a you know the pattern of the United game where we're going to have a lot of territory, we're going to have a lot of dominance. So it's a case of you know just being prepared from from a transition perspective. You know that's what they're waiting for. Obviously, if we can have party available, I'm I'm confident we can manage that better. Yeah. Um, so, and and like I said, I, I'm happy to put that United game to the side because just generally under Arteta, we've not really been a team that's conceded transitions generally or even just chances through the middle so um probably yeah just the case of naivety on that day and you know Lokonga probably doesn't close space as well um so yeah like I said I, the pattern of this game is already set for me so it's it's just about who can execute their game better um so yes yeah, so, it's so let's see man let's see it's 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 really crucial and, we, and we've done this a lot this season and that'll mm. give us a lot of credit for us is mm. we have scored at the I mean, any time to score a goal in a football game is a crucial time, right? Mm-hmm. But because goals are, you know, <laughs> you know, goals win football games. But you know, I we've taken a lot of early leads in games mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, scoring yes. just at the right time, and I think Spurs are particularly susceptible to when going behind. Mm. Um, I think they're a little bit like us, even though I would say that that I think they're probably better at us you know, maybe chasing the game a bit just because they have these ruthless attackers where, you know, you give them one chance and they and they, they can score. They're very clutch. But I think when they do go behind, um, it's not, this won't be for all games, I'm sure, because they just came from behind and 
uh, were they behind against Leicester? So that you, you know, it's it's not for every game. They do come behind and win. I'm not saying they can't, but I do think they're easier to play when they're chasing a game because yeah, now they have to change their style. Um, so I do think if we can do what we've been doing this season, you know, because I think we're going to start putting them under the pressure. We're going to have a really good 15 minutes, I think, mm-hmm. you know. And last season in this fixture, we scored within that 15 minutes. And then guess what? Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, the second one came. Another mm-hmm. five or 10 minutes later, the third one came. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. game is done. Game is killed. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that game could follow the same rhythm in this game mm-hmm. if we get that goal in the first 15 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I think that, that that then suits us. We're happy to just, you know, keep the ball then and, you know, hit, pick them off. Um but it doesn't suit them, I don't think, you know. Mm-hmm. It's they've now got to come out and play. Yeah, yeah. And and the the reality is, in my opinion, we're the, we're the much better football inside. And I want that to be shown on Saturday. Do you know what I mean? So I want us to and, and you know, this has just been a factor generally, you know, if you look at all the all the graphs, all the metrics that you've been seeing this season, it shows that Arsenal were were very, very high up. Um, you know, in terms of being able to sustain in terms of chances created, in terms of pinning teams back, in terms of chances conceded, it all looks good on the graphs, you know, and, and it's just a case of doing it on the pitch, you know, and and I, I, I don't like sometimes, you know, when I see those those um stats which talk about oh, Arsenal have only played Arsenal, haven't played anyone good or and and you know, because the, the reality is if you beat the bottom ten twice, that's that's sixty points, you know, that you can accumulate just just like that. But again, conversely, there is kudos to, you know, we want to be able to change the narrative and changing the narrative is by beating, you know, the sides that, that, that are considered the bigger sides. Do you know what I mean? So I think this game and the next game against Liverpool are perfect opportunities, especially as they're both at home to do so. I think if you could get, you know, minimum four points from six, it really begins to, you know, to start to change the narrative around that. So hopefully we, we, we can get the win. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to the game, so I'll be so excited, man. You know, the crowd... For me, probably the last like 12, 18 months, the atmosphere at the Emirates has been as good as I've ever seen it, honestly, ever, ever, ever seen it. So um, the crowd will be up for it. Everyone will be up for it, man. So hopefully it, it just translates. UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, 100%, man. I wish I was going. I did have tickets, but I'm actually going away for this game, so I won't be able to go myself. But actually, I'll be, I think I'll be midair when the game is going on, so I'll be like sweating, like when I land, I'll be like (laughs) waiting for those notifications to come in. I'll be paying paying that data charge just for every every note. I'll happily pay a tenner a notification if if it's for Arsenal going, but I can't lie to you. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, just going back to Spurs though. just saw some injury news today that you know potentially Kulusevski is a doubt. Never know with these big games, man. Like mm-hmm. mind games mind being games, yeah. played. You know this player's not doubt is might, might be doubtful. This player's got not it being in training. La 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 la. We do it. I'm sure you know other teams will do it as well. Um, 
let's just say Kulusevski is is injured and can't play in this game. How, you know how 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 uh, important is that to Spurs? And you know, do, do you think that swings the game? You know, to to our favour. I think we were probably slight favourites for the game anyway. But uh, I can't lie, I'd rather not see Pulisewski as I really rate him. I think he's a mm. really, really good player. Um, he's probably the most, you know, one of the most technical ones in in, in that team as well. Very creative um, and, you know, probably makes our job a lot easier on that right-hand side for either Tini or Zinchenko, whichever one starts as well. So, because that's less of a threat you have to worry about. Although they will bring in Richarlison, who, you know, who's, who's another threat himself. So, so yeah, but... I'd rather play because uh, Richarlison's another one who can score goals, but I wouldn't class him as a creative threat. So it it would mean that, you know, our our sole focus more would be on Son and Kane, in my, in my opinion. Because if you look at where the damage came from when they beat us 3-0 at the back end of last season, it was that, that right-hand side, you know. Uh, we had Cedric and Holding, you know. Think about that now. You've got White and Saliba. It's, it's, it's just night and day in yeah. terms of what there is, you know. Think, and think about how quick Ben White is. He's so much more equipped. Ben White didn't even play in that derby, if you remember, back at the end of last season. He was injured, no, so we had Holden and Cedric. So very, very different. And, you know, we're talking about conducive to the style we want to play. You need to have fast defenders for it. So, you know, um, so, yeah, interested to see. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think Kulisowski is someone I worry about because um, when I look at Spurs, I look at their team that's likely to play, and I don't see huge amounts of quality throughout it. You know, I like Romero as a centre-back. Um, other than that, I don't really rate any of their defenders like that. I'm not really worried about any of their quality. Their midfield, Bentico is like a decent player. Um, but he's not really my cup of tea. You know, I don't think he starts for us. Um, I don't think any of their midfielders start for us, to be honest. No, it, it would be, it'd be closest would be Basuma, and he doesn't start for them at the moment. Right, so, exactly. exactly. So he's, he's, he's been on the bench every game so far. So Yeah, and that would be quite been... interesting to see whether they'd start to bring Basuma back in. You know, well, maybe it's just. And I also, I also think if, if this Kulazewski stuff is true and he, and he, and he does miss the game, it would be interesting to us because obviously they play 3 4 3, but they might go to, if you remember the Leicester game before the break, the game changed when they went to a 3 5 2 and they just yeah. had Kane and Son up top. Um, and they had an extra body in midfield because at the moment what tends to happen is they do even if they do want to you know it's easy to outnumber them when they're just playing the two in midfield you know what I mean so if they do put Basuma in and they have Basuma alongside Holberg and Benton Kerr that makes things a bit more interesting mm. you know up against uh, Jacques Party and Erdegaard as well so I don't know man I don't know I think from an Arsenal perspective it's very easy to select the team maybe bar left back if everyone's fit it just depends on you know Tini started to build up ahead of steam now um still would start Sinchenko for me yeah I I, I would but you know I, I think Tini's the better all-round defender even though he doesn't give us as much in build-up so you know obviously when when Tini plays Jacka probably drops in a bit more because obviously he needs to help in terms of build-up when you know what's noticeable when Sinchenko doesn't play Jacka's just high up the pitch mm. so um it tactically will be interesting to see how we approach it do we do we want someone like Zinchenko in so that, that maybe with Xhaka there as well that might push Martinelli more inwards or you know I, I, I don't know I, I think there's there's interesting tactical battles all over the pitch because like you said they're not overly creative Spurs so obviously what tends to happen is that Kane always drops in um yeah you know well does party sit on him does Saliba follow who follow him who's instructed to go after him um, we know Sun likes to make that run from you know out to in um, that left channel. So obviously White has to make sure he's switched on, ready to follow him. And I, I actually think he's going to do quite well against Sun. If I'm to be totally honest, yeah. I think I think I think he's equipped to deal to deal with that. Um, 
so there's there's that as well um so yeah I, I think there's some interesting tactical battles there as well man so so let's see as well jesus um will be up against the three you know rather than normally a two so so how, how he balances that way, chooses to go. You know, sometimes he likes to drift to the left and Martinelli goes through the middle. So, yeah, man. But I'm sure, I, you know what? I'm sure Arteta's got his plan for this game. I'm sure they're going to be ready. He don't need to tell them they're going to be hungry for it, you know. So it's one of those games, from a motivational standpoint, you're not worried in it. But it's just going to be interesting to see how the tactical battle plays out. So Yeah. I, look, we've had a lot of time to prepare for this game. I know we've had some players away on international duty, but I mean... When you compare us to a lot of the other Premier League teams, we've lost far less players yeah, than, yeah, you know, yeah. when, when I look at Spurs, for for example, I mean... Kane played sure. the two 90 minutes over the internationals yeah. as well. Richarlison even. Richarlison, Richarlison was with Brazil, to, right? Was with Brazil, yeah. Um, wasn't. Son must be with South Korea. I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was. Good as I think he is, because I saw a, a video of him scoring that other day. Oh, okay. South okay. Korea. So cool. I think he must be with South Korea. Basuma, who does Basuma play for? Mali. I don't know. Uh, I would imagine he's gone. Hoiberg yeah. was playing for Denmark. Yeah, he was definitely playing for Denmark. Benton um, who does he play for? Like Uruguay? Yes. I think he I think he must have been away as well. Romero was Romero, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. They, they, a lot of their players actually went away. And, yeah, you know, yeah. we're talking about, you know, going away and playing in quite uh, distant lands, not playing, you know, in Scotland. Um, in Glasgow against Ukraine, it's uh, you know, they've gone to you know quite long flights, um, early kickoff on Saturday, which isn't going to help them. Um, so I think prepar preparation standpoint with us keeping a lot of our guys at home, I think who, mm. who are the only guys that went away for us, Tierney, Tierney Erdegaard, Party, but he didn't play, Partey ended up coming back, right? Yeah, so. he ended up coming back. Tommy Asu played once and he came back. Right. Uh, obviously, Zinchenko didn't go. No. Who else? No. S Saka was the only one. Saka, Saka. But then Saka um, didn't play a huge amount of games, did he? He's, no, he, he came on as a defend. sub, did he? No, he, he started the first one, right, uh, okay. and then he came on as a sub for a half hour in the second one. Right. So he probably had, yeah, he he did have the most minutes. Ramsdale went away but didn't play. Mm -hmm. um, ben White that, didn't go. To be fair, Ben White was at home. Gabriel was, was at home. Jesus at home. At home. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacques is the only one that played. Jacques played twice for Switzerland. Twice, yeah. but, but to be fair, that's the, only, that, that's the only one I trust that is durable to play night. Yeah. Every, every, yeah, yeah, every yeah. Or so days. So yeah, so yeah. So I, I mean, we've got a big, we've got a big edge there. Yeah. Preparation yeah. wise, because mm -hmm. number one, we managed to keep a lot of our guys at home, and number yeah. two, played significantly less amount of football across yeah. our team than yeah, Spurs. Yeah. So I think you know, on those early kickoffs on a Saturday, straight after, I mean, you know. Some of these guys probably played like, you know, last night or you know, night yeah. before, you know, yeah. a couple, you know, a couple of days out from the game. These are big things. Some, some of them might only be arriving back into training yeah. tomorrow or yeah. today, yeah. late today, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, these are quite significant um, factors, yeah, factors yeah. in into how the game is going to play out. But you yeah. know, just just obviously paying attention to us, um, we've got a few selection i wouldn't say woes but we've got maybe some fitness concerns you know mm -hmm. obviously we met well does twitter even melt down anymore when Partey gets injured i don't think it does right it's just like oh, just, yeah. yeah yeah you just know yeah 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 i was... I, I, yeah I, I don't know man i don't know do you know what partly there's a there's a cynic in me because we called back a lot of players this window and i'm 
I'm just like, you know how Fergie used to do it, where it was just like they would go, they might be around for the first one, and then all of a sudden they've got a mysterious oh, injury, got, yeah. and they've got come back. But, but, but then that weekend, they're playing for Man United. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, 90 minutes. And, and, you know what? I hope Arteta does something like that. I hope he does lean into something like that, if, if possible. Um, so Because it's obviously, it's not just for us. Everyone is going to be a massive, you know, October is, I think they said there's only like, everyone is playing like literally every three days in October. So yeah, from a fixture standpoint, it's going to be good, especially after this international break. So yeah, we need everyone available. Even guys that I'm not necessarily keen on, I just need them available just because yeah. of, you know, to give a reprieve, you know, that there's certain guys that you don't really want to have to see like Saliba playing the Europa if, if you know, if possible. So that from that sort of perspective. So yeah, man. So fingers crossed. Well, you, you obviously alluded to, you know, party being back and we also spoke about our issues in the Man United game and how this game stylistically could be extremely similar to the Man United mm-hmm. game, even though it's at home. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I think you're hundred percent right. And, you know, if we want to play that style of football and we want to dominate a game, mm-hmm. you know, Partey is crucial to it yeah, because yeah, he gives you the defensive stability where his defensive numbers aren't like amazing. He's not this N'Golo Kante ball winner, nothing like that. He's not, he's not that. And he's not like this offensive wizard where, mm-hmm. you know, he's creating chance after chance after chance. No, but it's just, he's just fundamental to the way we want to defend and the way we want to attack and the way we want to keep the ball as well. And, you know, when you look at the goals we conceded against Man United, mm-hmm. they're very, like, when you, when you, when you do the still images of, of how those goals came about and how the ball broke down, mm-hmm. that Partey, in at least two of those goals, you would Stuff envisage them. him to be in certain positions where those gaps don't appear. The, the 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 sixth position the, the more and more i look at i just feel like it's one for definitely a more experienced player um which is why like even though i'm not keen on him probably and then he does better at old trafford than yeah than Lukonga in those situations as well it's and, and, I'm, and isn't it? i see it the, even the more i see it now especially with the way we use our fullbacks it's even less about just ball progression it's more about just be you're a body there essentially um you're you're a release valve for one of the midfielders or the center backs um, but you're also there to to sweep up second balls and win duels uh, mostly as well. So, yeah, it, it's it's mostly about doing the basics and fundamentals right, you know, uh, more often than not, I guess, which is why Arteta likes Elneny, because even though he's not going to do anything special, he's going to recycle and he's and he's going to be right there to snuff out where it needs to be snuffed out. So, yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Um, I think, you know, I'd be very confident if, if I see party fit and available for, for, for this game as well. Just because yeah. I know we're not going to give anything away easily in the middle, um, especially if both him and Jack are there sweeping second balls as well. So, right. yeah, they they don't lose too many midfield battles when both of them that's are it. playing. So. That's it. That's it. And and when you think about, we've got the youngest team in the league, but they're 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 the oldest. You know, Jack yeah. just turned thirty this week. What party's twenty nine? Um, and I think probably um, I think that might be a conscious decision from Arteta just to keep experience in that position. Mm-hmm. He's probably thinking we can afford to have like you know young inexperienced guys elsewhere, but to keep it solid in the middle, um, yeah, it's important for, from his standpoint. Yeah, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. We I think we're all hoping Partey plays and that he's fit. Um, and then is it the Europa game after this? Yes, yes. Right. I think so, I and then think. just rest, have a week off, yeah. and then. Wait, yeah, so so so, 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 so from 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 now, yeah. So it's after from Saturday every Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Saturday, uh, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday schedule. 
basically mm. we have now. But the Europa so, games, we should be able to to rotate. Rest yeah, 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 heavy, yeah. heavy. So that and, and that's why I said even the guys I'm not necessarily keen on, like you know your holdings or like ideally yeah. many would be available. Those sort of guys, you know, that are release valves for for the guys you want starting, you know, key games. Like for example, yeah. I'm not trying to see Party on Thursday. Yeah, uh, you know, against anyone, so I don't want to see him at all, um, completely involved. So, so let's see, man. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And then, uh, obviously, we got like maybe a bit of a selection issue at um at left back where we spoke about it briefly earlier. Yeah. You know, a bit of a toss up between Zinchenko and and Tierney. I mean, m- yeah. myself personally, I think I would prefer Zinchenko for this game because I think yeah. what we want to do and how we're going to kill Spurs mm-hmm. is, um by playing our game. And mm-hmm. I think, especially if Kulisevsky's not playing, um, actually, I don't know if Tierney you know would be better against Kulisevsky or Richardson. I'm now thinking no, maybe see, he'd be I, better I, against Kulisevsky. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I, 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 if Kulisevsky was playing, and he, if he is playing, we still don't know yet, I'd be inclined to start Tierney, just because from a physical standpoint, I think he can match him as well. Um, but if he's not available, then, then I might more back towards Zinchenko. Um, I think we'll be able to play our game regardless. Obviously, Zinchenko helps us to do it better. He's so ball-dominant as well, Zinchenko. Mm. But I also think maybe to an extent now that when Zinchenko plays, everything funnels up that left side actually a lot more than than the right side. Whereas I think, if you remember the Brentford game, there was quite a nice balance just before the Mm. end of the the break. So I don't know, man. Obviously, like you said, it's good options to have. In an ideal world, this is the sort of competition we have all around you know, the squad and the, and the first team as well. Because if you think Fabio Vieira had a good game against Brentford, he's probably going to be back on the bench again. Yeah. Um, but these are good games, options to come off the these, bench these, anyway, These are good aren't options they? to come yeah. off the bench. Like, you know, if I it's not I'd working. Think in an ideal world, ESR would be fit. It's another great option to have off the bench for this game yeah. as well. So, um, so when everyone's fit, I'm actually not that worried. It's just obviously in certain positions when, when an individual goes down, it can be a bit peak. So... Um, so let's see, man. Let's see. Yeah, f- fitness is obviously a huge issue for us at the moment. We have players seem to be dropping like flies. I think there's an issue with Tommy Asu as well. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't even keep up with his issues. You know, it's just yeah. what the hell is going on there? You know, because because mm-hmm. even here, like 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 you said, having him available is for for a game like this. It might be, you know, may, maybe some people would say, you know, what maybe maybe put Tommy Asu to do to, to, to do with Son. I don't I don't agree. Like I think yeah, Ben yeah. White is perfectly fine dealing with mm-hmm. Son by himself. But you know, this this potentially could be a game where you could say, yeah, Tommy Asu padlock this right hand side, you know. Um and that, that's a that's another that's another option for us. But it doesn't seem like you know he's even in a position to to play at the moment, which is frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's true. Oh, that's been coming for like 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, let's move on to some like predictions and and whatnot. You know, uh, we, we've already said that these games, you know, normally go with the um, the home team. But uh, Sean, how, how are you feeling? Are you going to buck the trend or are you, you going to go with... No, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with us. I'm going I'm to go... I do think it will be quite tight. Not necessarily because... I rate Spurs that highly just because I, I don't know, man. It's all, you know, sometimes form just goes out the, out the window in these games as well. And it's mad me saying that considering we won this 3-1 last year. And I think the team is better this year than last year. Um, but then again, I think Spurs are marginally better this year than they were last year too as well. Um, so I'm going to go 2-1. I'm going to go 2-1. Um, 
I'm going to go Jesus and Gabriel. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I choose I choose Gabriel or centre back to score every week because <laughs> from set pieces we're just like we're really good from set pieces. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But Saliba's got what like two. Saliba's two got two. Gabriel's got one. So Gabriel's so got one. Gabriel. They a... might have like a mini a mini competition between them two. Exactly, so. man. If we can add ten goals this season just from our centre back scoring from corners, yeah. sign me up, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sign absolutely. me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see the game going in a similar vein to last year and I, I do realize that these games can like kickstart players into form and son hasn't been good at all for spurs this year right um, against leicester he's got a hundred against leicester yeah brilliant <laughs> um and i realized that maybe might be kickstarting him into form getting a bit of confidence and whatnot but i i'm i'm confident with the way we're playing right now that we have the most sustainable brand of football and you know you play you 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 let the two styles play out a hundred times. I think Owls wins the majority of time, right? That's that's how I'm looking at football games, right? Is just what is the most sustainable. And in terms of predicting, I, I I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say that we're we're gonna we're gonna get the job done, and I think we're gonna win pretty handsomely on the day. I think I think it might be the same scoreline as last year. Actually, I think mm-hmm. maybe three one. Mm-hmm. I think potentially we we take an early lead. Maybe get that second as well. Maybe Spurs come into come back into it a little bit, and then and then and then maybe we get a, a third um, just to kill the game off. But yeah, yeah, man, I, I think we've got we've got real quality in our team, man, and we've got players who have won this fixture before. Um, I'm hoping that that you know that there won't be a bit of a hangover from White Hart Lane or whatever mm. that stadium is called now. Um, last year, where obviously we got thumped. But you know, a lot of those players that played that that game won't be playing this here. game. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, here. Exactly. So, so you know. actually, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna go through one as well. <laughs> you, 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 you're giving me the confidence this morning. I'm, I'm I'm feeling bullish, man. I might I might change my mind again on Saturday morning, but yeah, yeah. For now, let me let me let me go through one. Saka, Saka will add the third. Saka, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I need Gabby to score, man. I need Gabby yeah. to score because I, 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 I saw Saka eating. Posted Pandit Yam on his IG story. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. He knows. He, Recovery, he, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I said, he, he got signed for Spurs this weekend, man. So, yeah, he's got that for them. So. All right, cool. Let's let's leave it there. We'll be back with um uh, a post-match patron as well um yeah. after the Spurs game, hopefully with some with some positive news. Because I know if... Hey, listen, I'll be away. Uh, I'll be away on holiday. But <laughs> running from the ground. Believe where me, I'm, I'm joining on the tarmac where I'll be joining. I'll be joining because if, uh, if we lose, not so much. You won't hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> Phone off. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be I'll be about. Yeah, I'll be local if we if we if we win for sure. I won't even watch the game, but I'll just be I'll be I'll be there. <laughs> just I'll be jump there. on. Yeah, I'll just jump on. But anyway, um, guys, take it easy. Thanks for listening once again. Uh, Sean, it was nice to nice to speak to you. The, the, the Lewin Shell, the, the Lewin Shell and Show. That's what you have to um, call the pod now. Spotify, Spotify, <laughs> sign us up, man. Yeah. yeah. All, All right, right, man. Take it easy. You. Peace. It's got to two-two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Özil, Lacazette, Özil. Yo. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.